Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 216. We have Ooh. now done as many episodes as the number of web-safe colors created by the 6x6x6 six by six by six color cube. Oh, and it's also the number of dick pics that Drew has. Oh, yeah. 6x6x6. Six <laughs> six six by six six by six. Six. Dick pics. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, well, Shout out that, to Drew. That still works. Speaking of things that aren't able to show subtlety, this week... <laughs> We're talking about the new Ender's Game movie. Yay! It's finally... <laughs> Space Laser Tag is finally in theaters right now. Uh, this episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash weep. If you go to that address and sign up for a trial membership, you can get an audiobook for free, including the audiobook of Ender's Game. And you support our show at the same time. Keep both those things, even if you cancel. And... It's also sponsored by you people. If you want to sponsor a topic of your choice, go to read-weep.com slash sponsor and click on the green dollar sign and you can choose a, a movie, a book, a movie adaptation of a book, a novelization of a movie, a movie based <laughs> on a novelization. You can go as far what, down what the that hole be? you want. Yeah, what, what would that last one be? Alex? I like the idea if it was like a movie about like the law and order novelizations. Wow. <laughs> about how about writing them? Sort yeah, that'd be actually kind of interesting. Oh, making so like up? a biopic. That would be yeah. The guy or like a like behind the action. Who Robert was... Ludlum at play. <laughs> like... Who is Who is the guy who's writing novelizations and what is his life like? I mean, he's got to hear things and type at the same yeah. time. You guys yeah. haven't read uh, Bump Bump, The True Story of Law and Order? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but I love it. I would read the shit out of that book. Uh, Dick uh, Wolf makes friends with an autistic kid for some reason. <laughs> Put back into today's headlines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, force us to read a topic of your choice. Read com slash sponsor. Do it now. Let me introduce your panel. I'm Alex Falcone. I'm your host. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Here are some of my friends. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. Alex, you know that I'm a fair hero because I'll kill bullies who are much bigger than me and much smaller than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've murdered you kill the fuck out of a bully. Any size. Yeah. Egalitarian bully killing. That's me. Yeah. And it's weird because in the future, I would have thought it would be much more about cyberbullying, but it's still pretty much about like bathroom and shower bullying. <laughs> well, it's also yeah. cyber because they're in space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure that's what that is. That's <laughs> cyberspace. Cyber means space. <laughs> so you Tell think, me if I'm wrong. So when people say the phrase cyberspace, you think they're just saying space space? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> good. Huh. Also joining us, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. Does his laundry by the pound. It's Chris Smith. <laughs> Alex, you asked me a legitimate question. I will make you do 20 to 40 push-ups. That's just how I roll. Why? I don't they, give answers. Why did they take the time to have him say that he will answer legitimate questions if we were never going to see him answer a question of any kind? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Uh, Colonel or Sergeant Dapp. Uh, so Sergeant Fist Pound was just not at all helpful. Yeah, Sergeant melts your heart later. Yeah, he, he saluted him later. That was it. Okay, that was it. here's the when thing. He, what did Ender do to earn his respect? Because like, I feel like nothing, this, uh, this was so... No. The, the plot was so compressed. He was like, Dap was like, I will never salute you. And then like a scene later, because like everything was really compressed, he was like, and I'm saluting you now. It does seem like we watched Heartwarming music, violin <laughs> soaring. Yeah. It is sort of like we watched this movie, like the way we listen to audiobooks on like 4X. God, yeah, it's it was... Just, 
two to three x. Boom, 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 boom. Well, Endo got his own room, so he was he, like, he "Hey, did. man, I respect anyone who can masturbate in <laughs> privacy." Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. anybody who's got a single in space school. <laughs> yeah, and then they play like the Jeffersons theme song. He's like moving on up. <laughs> it's a Dude. deluxe apartment in the sky. It's a pretty good apartment. Oh, well, it's not actually that deluxe. Also joining us today, he's at Anthony Lopez Part Two. That's PT Two on Twitter. In our Portland studio, it's Anthony Lopez. Hey, I've only considered uh, committed like two or three xenocides this week. Yeah, <laughs> you can hold your head high. Yeah, <laughs> you just killed ants. Is the thing. <laughs> to, to be fair, I thought that two of those xenocides were games. So. <laughs> I yeah. definitely thought I was just playing the game xenocide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like they PS2 weren't just classic. ants; they were like psychic ants. Okay, okay. I, maybe this is rushing into things, but I think he is morally totally okay for having killed all these ants because we pour bleach down ant holes all the time. And whoa, 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 whoa! No, that's not something we're all going to write off on. <laughs> yeah, slip that by us. People, okay, fine. We like we we push dirt out of the way to make a building, and there's ants in there. We kill ants all the time. We spray the ants who are in there just to eat our sugar in our living but room. But it's 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 why we do it, though. You know, mm-hmm. it's why we do it. They only came from water to, to they, your living room. Okay, <laughs> they just came for sugar in our living room, but then they would have given us, I don't know, scabies, whatever you get from ants, and so we killed them. I uh, think you mean nothing and or the oogie boogies. <laughs> Ooh, they give me the oogie boogies. I don't like the oogie boogies. We're allowed to kill ants. I mean, that's a thing that we do, and I know they could, like, think into his video games, but maybe sugar ants can think into our video games now. We just don't have the video games that can handle that program. Right. That's, that's why I just, I teabag all ants before I kill them. <laughs> If you're going to play the game, disrespect. you're going to get the consequences. <laughs> that was the one thing, the really important thing left out of the Xeno, Xeno, uh, Xenocide game was when Ender teabagged the ant people. <laughs> and he was a child, unlocked. so you know the racial slurs you wanted to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they should have put him on a on a on an intercom the whole time so we could yeah. just say horrible racist things to these ant people. You mean like Xbox Live? Yeah, yeah. Where exactly. Everybody's talking about who my mother has had sex with. <laughs> Actually, I like the idea of it like like where it's like at the end of it, he's like, "Oh, good game, guys." And he's like types yeah, in the GG. chat module. Yeah. Good game. GG. Uh, all right. So let's actually, let's summarize it. We'll we'll talk more about my philosophy of Ender's game in a second. But first, Chris, I would like you to summarize in zero gravity. Whoa. Up is down. Up is wherever I want it to be. Wait. <laughs> that's the plot funny. summary. Yeah, let's just say the plot summary is down. <laughs> um, so Earth is on the brink of war. Okay. So 50 years ago, this is when, in the future, the Formix, which are the buggers in the book, um, attacked. Which we assume they changed Earth. because it sounds a little racist. Well, in Britain, it's a gay slur. Oh. Um, Wait, what, what are they called yeah. in the book? Buggers? Buggers. Oh, okay. And oh. actually, to bugger someone is to, in Britain, it's slang for, you know, to have gay sex with them. Oh. Um, yeah. That's weird because so, it sounds um, like bug sort of is like annoy. So it's like, oh, that guy annoyed me. Yeah, he annoyed me over and over again. <laughs> okay, so uh, the Formics attacked Earth, uh, you know, uh, 50 years prior to the movie, and humanity barely held them off, right, with, like, fighter planes and stuff, um, thanks to the hot dog flying and questionable genius of this guy, <laughs> Mazer Rackham. Of tattoo um, So 50 years later, Earth is preparing a counterattack on the Formic homeworld to make sure that they don't come back and kill Earth again. So uh, to lead the attack against the actually fairly superior Formic like fleet, they turn to child geniuses um, who they say act more instinctually and are better at pattern recognition and all this other stuff. So um, Ender Wigan is such a child 
genius. He's one of these guys. Um, and he's the smartest and the best of all the child geniuses. He's the geniusest uh, and the childest. He is. He looks young. The actor's like 15 or 16. He looks like 12. Yeah, big ears. Um, but, but he's supposed um, to be six, right, if it was the book, right? Well, it's not the book now, is he it? He was six um, in the book? Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be like six or eight. And Bean was supposed to be four. It was Whoa. crazy. Um, yeah. Okay, so... Harrison Ford's in it, and he's uh, Colonel Graff. He's the head of training, and this old salty guy who's like, we've got to find... Ender's the one, man. He's the one who's going to lead them all. And he recruits Ender to join Battle School, which is a floating school in space. Laser um, tag. With laser tag. So a Ender's cyber school, if you will. By, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> Shut up, Ezra. <laughs> he, okay, so he's got to deal with the trials of just lots of schoolwork. Um, social politics with his fellow students because they all hate him because uh, he's quickly established as the smartest and nobody likes the smarty pants. And also the big battle game, which is everybody's on teams and plays zero G space fucking laser tag, which is awesome. When you get shot, you get frozen. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so um, Ender is awesome at everything because mm-hmm. he's the most geniusest and childish of all of them. And the cyberist. And the cyberist. Um, so he's great at laser tag. He's great at school. And he actually winds up beating up a bully and some other stuff. Um, and so he gets sent off by uh, Harrison Ford to command school. And he becomes the supreme allied commander of the fleet. And his buddies, who were in his laser tag army with him, are the sub-commanders. So he's commanding the total strategy. And each one of the buddies is commanding like little arms and executing the orders oh, and stuff. But don't worry. It's still just a game. Wink. It's still totally just a game. Did you uh, because feel they like- do simulations where they control drone fleets and they beat the Formics. The idea is okay. if they complete all the simulations, they'll graduate to commanding the actual fleet. Um, the last simulation before the graduation is to actually command the fleet against the um, Formic world. They still think it's a simulation. They're successful, and it's not a simulation. They were controlling the fleet the whole time. <laughs> and so Ender, thinking it's a game, actually wipes, wipes out all of the Formics, and, uh, and he feels really and bad about it. a whole bunch it. of people because he didn't think they were people. Right, exactly. Um, and like so he's French. so upset that he yeah. goes to the, the place where there's some Formic stuff still, just barely, and he takes an egg that has a queen in it and goes off to the stars to become like the Formic Johnny Appleseed or something. And, <laughs> just uh, with the one seed, though, so. With the one seed, but that one seed <laughs> will make other, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, unlike, unlike yeah. apple seeds, he couldn't just hump them and make more. Mm-hmm. Wait, never mind. Wait, hang on. What was yeah. your <laughs> so, um, reading of the Johnny Appleseed nope, story? Confused. Got confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that. so um, there's some, you know, uh, xenocide, yep. and there's some laser tag. Of ants. And there's, yeah, of ants, and there's also some controlling a lot of screens with your hands and doing this, whoosh, <laughs> and that's, you know, that's about it. Did you guys feel like when you got promoted to command school that it was a huge letdown that, like, if you were playing laser tag in space and all of a sudden you just had to sit in a chair and, and play video games, it would be way less fun? I mean, I think that's kind of the lesson of how how much it sucks to kind of move from like you know being a worker level to, to like management. Management, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the thing. It's like you were good if you're good at doing something, you don't get to do that anymore. Yeah, that's basically that's what the lesson is. <laughs> true. Well, but you know, he was good at the strategy part, so you know, yes. He, but how much follow, more fun is it floating in a space laser tag arena than sitting in a mm-hmm. chair? Looking yeah, at there were a couple screen. moments in that that were pretty fun, like when they made the ball of kids as a shield. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty fun. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, did you guys, were you guys disappointed at all in the space laser tag? I mean, that was yes, pretty uh, much immensely. the whole book, and it was the biggest part of the book, and then we watched it. And we got two scenes. Yeah. We had two space laser tags, and that's it. Yeah. I, I would say one too many. I did yeah. not enjoy it. <laughs> I, I thought the space laser tag was like, like, uh, 
the wand fights in Harry Potter. Like it's really it works on the page, uh, but it's something about yeah. just seeing in like a live action people floating around shooting light at each other. There's nothing cool about that. It's just yeah. it was so boring, and they did it twice and both times. It's like some stupid strategy that like I didn't even understand the point of the game. Get to the other side. Actually, it reminded me a little bit of of, uh, of Harry Potter. In the 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 point was of the game was to score points. Unless this one thing happens, in which case all points are oh, that's, and yeah, won. all yeah. points are no. Yeah, the, the opponent's gate is the is the golden snitch, and it's like, and then we just forget that we've been playing for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's really important that you score points unless you just win. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you, by the way, don't get too close to hates, man. We haven't done our compliments. That's yet. true. Oh, it's a good point. Okay. Or anything yet. It's true. Or anything. Uh, I just summarized. Yeah. Well, nicely done, Chris. Let's start and end with a compliment. You're right. Uh, compliment sandwich. So, Anthony, as as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Uh, I'll, I'll go first. All right. Lay it on us. I thought this was a marked improvement over X-Men Origins Wolverine by the same director. <laughs> like, oh, holy nice. shit. Oh, like, night yes, and day. Yes, that is better. This was, like, competent, which is yeah, largely watchable. Yeah. <laughs> There was not a single moment in this movie when I was like, why is Will I am in this? Which is the highest compliment I can give this movie. Do you think like Will I am was maybe like on the sidelines and like like Gavin Hood was like, Sorry, Will, I just can't do it again. And he was like yeah. he puts he puts his like space helmet, like takes it off and he like just hangs his head and walks away. <laughs> Oh, I like that idea. Alright, I'm gonna go second. So uh so he gets he gets promoted to command leader and he has he has a room with a view of space and that in and of itself is being worth is worth being torn away from your family and tortured into being a battle genius. Yeah. Having an apartment with a view of space is pretty awesome. You know, Alex, they have these things called pictures. You can just like look at a picture of space. That's way easier. Not the same. But close enough, right? Hey Ezra, here's a picture of a sandwich, and I hope you have ha- are full from lunch. Alright, it's a good point. I'm gonna say goodbye to my family now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, Chris, what's your major compliment? Uh, my major comment is actually um, one of the things that I thought was handled really well was actually just the social politics in the game between the kids, between these kind of, you know, they're all nerdy, but some of them are, you know, more bullies than others or, yeah. or what have you. And one thing that I thought was a really great scene was just this idea that once Ender demonstrated that he can be funny or, you know, that he's worth following, that kids start to have lunch with him. And yeah. it was this great little thing. And yeah. lunch is such an important or in Ezra's space social and political structure for kids that age that I just thought it was a good yeah. scene. I mean, there's a reason why like Veronica Mars always asks who who are they having lunch with or mm. you know, whatever. Right. So, so the so so the compliment is that lunch was a good staging ground for him being more popular? I thought it was a good yeah. um what is it? What's the one not Not bad? Synecdoche, the opposite. Oh. Where it's like they show something small. And it, it's an indicator of something larger. Tip of the iceberg. Metonymy. <laughs> Tip of yep. the iceberg. Yeah, there's yeah. three A ti- picture of a bigger thing. There's three yeah. times as many kids eating lunch underneath the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> know i mean they because they make this big deal about how he's not allowed to have any friends and they're like nobody here is your friend they're all your enemies and then he has a girlfriend and like six good friends oh, and then he it's has just, a friend who's a girl fine. at the very yeah least. and oh. she does have very shiny hair they did it in space no cyber did it yeah. cyber sex <laughs> they had cyber sex exactly right Ezra. no <laughs> they're like 15 in this as oh, what is supposed to be like 12 what's your major compliment um 
Uh, it's for Harrison Ford. It's just great to see him uh, in space again. Um, <laughs> and and also, it's great to see him in a movie that doesn't make me uh, hate the other things that he's done before. Yeah, like, he, he looked very comfortable. He looked movie. awake, yeah. which he hasn't looked in like a decade. <laughs> I know. Like, legitimately, like he was present. He was willing to make yeah. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do our hate segment, our anchor segment today. Uh, we're going to do some hate gravity hater tag uh, with some diagonal obstacle hates. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're just... You know, some of those might have been a stretch, Alex. We're just in a room. Some. The last one especially might have been a stretch. Uh, all right, so in, in any order, what's something that you did not did not enjoy about Ender's Game, the movie? Um, so we've been talking about Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. and in all, I thought he was pretty good, mm-hmm. but he did make one real creepy choice, which is where he was first gripping Ender's shoulder, being like, yeah. son, it's time to go to the Academy, and it gives it an extra weird little squeeze that kind of makes me Ender, feel like, looked real at him, weird about it. And Ender looked at him like he felt weird about it, too, which makes it much worse. Yeah. Mm. That was just straight up Asa Botafield looking at him. <laughs> that was an Ender in that what moment. You, what are you talking about? That was about? the act of himself. Ford, what's like, up with uh, this? What, what, what's going on? I mean, you were too in many Star squeezes. Wars, but still, stop it. That that was the most annoying thing for me. I think just, I really didn't like any time that like he was talking when his like his mouth wasn't moving. <laughs> I, my favorite was at the very end of the movie when he's going to going to like find the queen egg, which just happens to be mm-hmm. like a a block away from this base. Yeah, base yeah. was that no one ever found. Yeah, but he's he's running in there, and he like he says like an email. That he's not actually sending at the moment, so it's like he's figuring out like a rough draft of it in his head as he's walking there. Yeah, it's much it's... more like "Dear Valentine" or no, no, "Hey Valentine" or just "Hi, <laughs> man." Hey Yo, Val. Val. <laughs> Yo. Hey V Dog, how's it going? <laughs> what up? Just the person who killed the species here. <laughs> you hate yeah, Mondays too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a also, funny story. I killed all of the buggers. <laughs> The uh, the kind of the fun thing I guess also they didn't show is that like in the book uh, his sister and brother were taking over the entire world like back on Earth yeah through chat um, through message board through message boards through comments yeah yeah, yeah they were yeah. they they were trolling their way to supremacy on Earth mm-hmm. I'm yeah. kind of glad they skipped that All- if they ever do a sequel though it'll be kind of a weird like catch up thing it's like oh by the way while you're killing everyone uh, we <laughs> took over Earth <laughs> we I I mean I hate his sister and his brother so much because the theory of this movie is. His older brother was too violent. His sister, his older sister, was too nice, uh, and so he's the third. And I just parents out there who are considering having a third kid, you don't always Goldilocks the third one. Alex, no. do you feel bad about this because you are the second child of three? <laughs> <laughs> no, because my younger sister, although awesome, is not a perfect. The best qualities of my my sister and the best qualities of me. She is more like her own thing, and sometimes like you have a violent kid and then a really nice kid, and you might pop out. A violent kid again. You have no. It's not how genetics work. You don't yeah. get to just average the two. And well, it, maybe in the future when they invent yeah. Goldilocks app. For <laughs> I think this is such a bad thing to teach people. <laughs> the Goldilocks condom. I don't it only want, lets yeah. in the right. I don't term. want anyone looking at their two kids going. Well, you guys are fucked up. Might as well have a third. It's just not a good because because the here's how odds work. If you have two fucked up kids. The odds are the third one will be fucked up too. 
And then you just have a... And you don't have a farm. So now you have three fucked up kids. What do you need them for? It's yeah, a terrible yeah. idea. It's not like a silly putty where you can like squish them both back together and like remold it and try again. Yeah, not yet anyway. No, not yet. Maybe in the future. I don't think... I mean, yeah, our third definitely is like just a totally different thing. I mean, I, I think yes. really they nailed it with two. You really... Two is the number, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was the I mean, golden really violent already. kid and one kid who's a little too nice. Oh, we have a kid who's too nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll stop there. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like you're at like it's like a soft seventeen. Like, do you want to hit or do you want to stay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, Peter's already in jail. Val seems like a nice person to have around. We'll invite yeah, him to Thanksgiving dinner. Let's just cut our losses. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this one. <laughs> you know, this really nice child. Uh, she's so close to perfect. Only she had a little bit more of a psychopath in her, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of balance out this good, you know, good nature. It must be just. Easier to like, I don't know, get her like buy her a copy of like GTA Five and just like hope that does the trick. If you just want a little more violence, that'll probably do it. And like, why yeah. are these the only like two emotions that we can mix? Why can't they just have like one violent, one nice, one just indifferent, what? one just yeah. kind of bored and passive, metaphor. one mu- musically talented? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say musically inclined. <laughs> yeah, one's one's just artistic and a little emotional. One's a dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like you, they were looking at Valerie going like, "You're a pretty great kid." But if only you were willing, like, if you're willing to murder but still feel bad about it, that would be the ideal. Yeah. And she's like, I, I don't want that. Yeah. That's a strong, strong pass, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with how I am. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll change gears for a second. Here's what I think is weird about this whole thing. These kids were pretty awesome in this movie because they were living in a world where their skills were super applicable towards right. war and genocide. Yes. But if these kids lived today... Like, Ender would just be the top of Battle.net, and no one would like him. He would just play a lot of World of Warcraft, never leave his house. His sister would be off dancing or whatever she does. Hugging things. Hugging too much. And, uh, yeah, just these kids would be... They're lucky. He's he's upset, but he's lucky to live when he does. I, I don't know. I could see, like... Because Ender is pretty smart, right? So like maybe he'd like become the best at like Battle.net, uh, and like you know he'd like yeah, so he'd like win tournaments and then like maybe take that money and like parlay it into like I don't know some kind of endeavor that makes him more money, and then I don't know buys a moon, and then uses that moon to do something else. See, you're still you tra- mean you, the there's, moon? There's still you know like that? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> when a Jupiter other moon in the real world? Uh, no, there's other moons out there. There are there are plenty of moons, but Io, you like, made this big jump. Uh, in that mm-hmm. story from things that are possible now although only vaguely like winning money playing <laughs> World of Warcraft to this big jump to uh, buying a moon and I wonder if maybe you're still thinking in terms of Ender's game <laughs> maybe like he in the end of this movie mm. he is given a spaceship which with apparently unlimited fuel and told yep. to just just totter around the, the, the universe you owned it you you've earned it yeah. He, okay, he's earned it. That's great, but he's just just flying around in a spaceship uh, forever. That is a pretty fun thing to get to do if you're a kid who likes playing video games. But today we would have no video games to give him. He would still have to go to high school and yeah, that kid yeah. would be a scary high schooler. He'd just yeah. be like quiet and then flip out and kill somebody. And occasionally murder yeah. people. Only, but yeah. but who, who deserved it though? Right? Defensively and like, murder yeah. people. But who he determines deserve it. Yeah. Well, did you disagree with any of his deserving judgments? That you know, one guy was mean, and the other guy was also kind of mean. But mm. bullying starts at home. You know, those kids have a tough home life. It's not their fault. You know, you like you need to teach them a lesson, mm. but not a like I can't breathe anymore lesson. 
Right, right, right. You're right. not teaching him empathy with that sharp object over the head. I do like that. Like one of his, in one of his fights, though, his tactics was uh, soap myself up first. <laughs> like first, yeah. step well, one, he's get extra soapy. Slippery. Hard to get a get a grip on, right? Also, yeah. why does that shower in space have water so hot it instantly scalds you? Why is that an option on his on his shower thing? Am I, I weapon grade hot water? Why could he turn it up that high? <laughs> I, uh, That's about I how man. hot I want it. There are a number of things where I'm just like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, for instance, like there's that. There's like you know the weird food. There's the thing that where the where the carrier ships have no weapons on them, so they just like deploy drones, and then if you move the fighters away, they don't put any shooties on them. This is basic <laughs> Lego spaceship construction. You got to put some shooties put on. Shooties it. on everything. Or some shieldies. Yeah. Some shieldies. Yeah, yeah right? or some shieldies. Yeah, this is just like I was complaining about Star Wars. Like, why are there not shields on everything? If you have shields, put shields on the shield generator. How hard is this? Yeah, Idiots. Use your goddamn shields. (laughs) You have the one power. Yeah, seriously. The following ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon, a company that's not racist or homophobic, as far as we know. Meanwhile, in a naive teenager's bedroom. Well, that was satisfying. I really enjoyed that book. Whoever wrote Ender's Game must be a deeply empathetic person. Did someone say something naive about a famous author? Who are you? Oh, I'm Greg, the genie that ruins things you like by providing you with extra backstory. Hi, Greg. I was just talking to myself about Orson Scott Code, the author of Ender's Game. He seems great. Ha <laughs> ha Brent, you couldn't be more wrong. Orson Scott Card is a terrible person. He's not just homophobic. He goes out of his way to make sure everyone in the world knows how horribly homophobic he is. Ah, nuts. But how could an author who writes such vivid space laser tag stories be also a total dick? It seems impossible, but it's true. But it's not just him. Loads of great authors were dicks. So many, you could probably just start expecting it. Like who? Tolstoy was sexist. Like, really sexist. I didn't know that. Charles Dickens was abusive to his wife. That's not okay. And neither of those compared to Norman Mailer. He tried to kill one of his wives. Jesus! Ezra Pound was anti-Semitic. So was T.S. Eliot. In fact, name a philosopher and I'll tell you one of the groups of people he hated. Oh, no. V.S. Naipaul was a major bigot. And don't even get me started on racists. That list is too long to count. Even for a genie? Yeah, and I am great at counting. Man, that's such a bummer. I want to like books, but you ruined so many authors for me. That's what I do, Brent. I'm Greg, the genie that ruins things you like by providing you with extra backstory. What do I do? Well, you could never read any book by a dick. Or you could just go to read-weep.com slash Amazon and buy used copies of books from known dicks. That's a great idea. That way they don't get any money, but I can still enjoy books about laser tag and space. Exactly. Plus, by going to read-weep.com slash Amazon when you shop from Amazon, a percentage of your purchase goes to my favorite podcast, Read It and Weep. That's great. I'll do it. Then my job here is done. I've got to go. There's a woman in Connecticut who thinks Annie's Shells and Cheese is healthier for kids just because it's got a cute bunny logo. Really? It's the same chemically fake cheese. Greg, you're the worst. I get that a lot. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon whenever you want to buy a used book by a dick author, and you'll support your favorite podcast, but not the unbelievable douchebag who actively campaigns against gay rights. Psst. You're going to get nodes by talking that way. It's having toast for the douchebags. It's having toast for the assholes. It's having toast for the douchebags.
So let's uh, let's move along. Uh, one thing that I wanted to ask you guys is, uh, as we've discussed uh, on numerous occasions, we are not really survivors. Uh, so we're going to play the game. How would you fail to survive in battle school? So if we were I- six years old and recruited to battle school, what would keep us from advancing to the ranks and getting the right to kill an entire planet? I know so easily okay, what yes. this is. Okay, go ahead. They had to wake up like before like eight. At one point. Well, but if Dap yeah. came in and woke you up personally, you'd get no. up. No. I'm like, oh shit, I'm up. And then like, oh, Dap's gone. Time to go back to bed. But you the- just take a nap while launching in the game. You just like drift <laughs> in zero-g napping. Yeah. Just, yeah. You'd put your yeah, arm like, under I your sleep- head and then shoot it to immobilize it and then just yeah, nap I sl- on I it. I sleep shoot. Like, I sort of like, jump, jump, jump. And like drifting through space. Oh, uh, you know what we yeah. haven't if talked about good- yet? The worst mm. thing in this movie by far is the time... The first battle he's ever in, he's shot the gun twice before, and he drops both weapons, does a flip, catches them both, and then shoots them across his chest like Space Matrix. Look, if it's cool, it doesn't matter if it makes sense. John Woo built a philosophy and the legacy of filmmaking based on that. I don't necessarily agree with that philosophy. I mean, I practically saw the dove flying across the screen at that point. Alex, no, I think seriously, though, like, if you you don't like it, it's because it wasn't cool enough for you. Mm. That's it. Like no, it was a little ridiculous. I we didn't see cool. any ramp up to that whatsoever. It's too yeah. cool. Yeah, you got to earn it. Give cool. me a give me a thirty second montage of him learning how to shoot guns. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did. He learned that like, no, a he woman told him you have, have to, to hold it and yeah, wait till it builds yeah. and then release. <laughs> you know, a life lesson that's applicable in a lot of different situations. It does. It's very helpful. <laughs> for, for hold it, his huh? girlfriend. Hold <laughs> it. But okay, so I would fail to survive battle school. Uh, because in addition to mild character blindness, I yeah. also have I don't like lights telling me where to go. Ness, that's another genetic problem I have. <laughs> Follow the red lights. Nah. No. What? I can. What happens if I don't? What if I just go this way? <laughs> he's like he's a he's a he's a brilliant tactician, but he has some issues with uh, color authority. <laughs> yeah. I do. Have a Yellow problem. doesn't tell me what to do. I also <laughs> think I would have a lot of trouble with that that mind game. Where, oh, the, where you control a mouse with your mind? Well, not just that, but yes. I, where it's like, oh, so you have two choices, both kill you. That's the game. And then he, well, the, he's the mouse. There are many other choices. There's, I don't know if you guys saw, from like, but from like Divergent, there was a piece of cheese to the right of the two cups. <laughs> yeah. The mouse could have just cheese. eaten the cheese. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming that the, the, the giant just smashes you. That was the worst game, by the way. The game is two glasses, and you jump into it, and it kills you as a mouse. Which, why are you a mouse in this game? Why is there a just g- giant in this game? When a it's nor- called Mouse Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is he a giant? You're a mouse. A normal-sized person would kill you. It's called Giant versus Mouse. <laughs> okay. Quest. How is it that no kid has ever thought to kill the giant before? I don't know. Uh, you know, think out of the box. You know, it's, it's, I mean, if you've played, if you've, if you've played any video games in the modern era, the first thing you do is try to kill something that you're not supposed to kill because you know you already have a save point, right? That's what you do. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, or you try to like you know find a prostitute. <laughs> not all really? games have Still a with prostitute. The GTA? <laughs> <laughs> I thought talking about uh, Super Mario Brothers three. That's what I always do. Yeah, <laughs> Princess Peach. Where, where are you at? Just way far away in a yeah. castle. Yeah. <laughs> You just go down to the underworld, you're like, maybe here. There's some spooky music. If I blow into this whistle, will that get me one? Oh, no. 
right. Uh, okay. Chris, do you have one? How would you yeah, fail to survive? I do. I do. And, and, you know, also a little bit of problems with interfaces here is I would get super tired of controlling computers with my hands. Yeah. Uh, maybe not as a six-year-old, but as a 13 and over-year-old. You know, they use a lot of the hands-up, like, video scrubbing. And, like, after about 13, the nature of the videos that I started to watch on such screens changed. And I feel like all the video would be very jerky. <laughs> And, like, hard to watch. <laughs> and so I don't think I'd get done with any of the homework. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You have a lot second. of great, well-held, like, fast twitch muscles, but, like, that's kind right. of, like, erratic. Yeah, I get That's you. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, they're they doing the uh, uh, Minority Report style. Uh, yeah. Con- Mr. Conductor-ing the uh, screens. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible way to fly a ship. I don't know. I... It seems like joystick is pretty much the way to go, right? Yeah, I mean, TIE Fighter taught us a lot, and that's, you, you gotta use joystick. Yeah, I mean, even, like, the giant cruise ships right now, like, 40,000 passenger cruise ships, they steer with a little tiny joystick, because joystick's yeah. very helpful. Yeah. yeah. Also, way easier to well, watch wait, porn. They've, they've, crashed, they've crashed some of those, though, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but only a passenger liner with no shooties, so... It's yeah, worth he it. didn't have shooties. <laughs> <laughs> Should have had some shooties on it. And some shieldies. <laughs> The coast that can kill you. Uh, that's not fair. Anthony, how would you would you survive? Survive? Uh, no, because uh, once uh, when I was like uh, like thirteen at summer camp, I sprained an ankle getting out of a bunk bed. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'd be so, like that one guy that I jumped out ankle. of a top bunk bed and oh. I landed wrong and I sprained my ankle and like you'd be sub. This guy right in the theater laughed at me and I was like, "Shut up, bro. That's relatable, right? <laughs> <laughs> that shit happens." And I couldn't play yeah. dodgeball that day. You did. You had to get replaced. There are literally dozens of us. And the second that <laughs> happened, I was like, I want to follow that kid. That's the story I want to hear about his mediocre, <laughs> mediocrely successful comedy career he had 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> and he flunked out of battle school. Yeah. The ankle injuries are very serious. Oh, yeah. I mean, I Especially so in zero-G games. <laughs> like, you really need that ankle support. <laughs> you really could have just yeah, taped if it only they could immobilize it by shooting it with a with, with that. Yeah. Exactly. They just had a cast right there. Laser tag yeah. cast him. Weren't very good thinkers. The problem though is once you've injured that ankle, it'll never function properly. Like it's just going to be really easy to anchor, to in- re-injure it. Mm-hmm. It's just mm. he's never going to be able to play basketball. His his gaming career is over. Fortunately, you do yeah. conduct spaceships with your hands, not with your feet. Yeah. Right. I would think a spaceship well, would have maybe, a lot of pedals, even like a backhoe. Yeah, but there might be like a pedals. clutch, right? Like no, there's a, a clutch roll situation or like a yaw. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't something. think it's a clutch. I'm guessing those spaceships were automatic, says. Yeah. Uh, what was, I think you should, learn, you, you should learn on a manual, though. Yeah, you, you should, should learn on a manual, you then should. you can drive anything. That's <laughs> all the, uh, I thought it was really good, all the drone pilots who were all wearing, like, virtual boys attached to their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. sitting yeah. all around them. Yeah. Then, like, I didn't get, were they piloting all the yeah. ships? Is that what they were doing? The, they were piloting all just... the big ships. The drones, I think, were still robots. Well, they were, they were setting, yeah, they were just setting waypoints. That's all. It, just telling them like attack this direction and then it goes. Okay. Them. Those were just uh, the Daft Punk clones that they had, like in the future. That's <laughs> yeah. Just the army of Daft EDM <laughs> to make sure that it's good, good space battle music. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, you guys. Uh, so just so you know, disco music is down. Disco music is always down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, we're going to go in reverse order. It's time for the minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. So uh, that means, Chris, you are up first. What is your minor compliment? Oh, great. Um, my, you know, we've talked a little bit about this already, but I really, really liked the casting. 
um, on this. I thought that Asa Butterfield, who played Ender, was really, really great. Um, you know, he did a good job. Not when he was acting with adults, but with the other kids. I would have liked you know, him to be the uh, be, be the kid from An- the Anakin kid. I would just. Oh yeah, he, he was, was actually in conversation. He was Jake. In- oh well, actually, Jake Lloyd was in conversations to be Ender uh, in like early two uh, thousands really? and stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, was so glad <laughs> so we turned that shit down. Yeah, yeah, but I, you know, I liked uh, Haley Steinfeld. Um, I liked uh, Bean, as I said before, and I actually disagree with you, Anthony. I like Bonzo as a, a shorty. I think that it, he is like, it, you know, he can still be just as scary being short. Because he seems so violent and like such I mean, a he like, did seem really like violent. Rage. That character didn't make any sense because we didn't get to see anything from him. He was just like, yeah, hey new kid, well, we I hate much. you for no reason. I'm going to kill you in the shower now. Am I? Everything was so compressed. Am like, I the we, only you know, weirdo here? Because you guys read the books, you probably didn't yeah. think this, but when, and the, when the shower scene began, I was like, uh, is they gonna American History X in no, this movie? No, <laughs> is that gonna happen gonna right him. now? Nah, this is rated PG. Yeah, it was. Know? P- PG for mild animated space violence, not PG for mild genocide. Very different movie. If it was like if it was like rated PG for mild something terrible happens in the shower. <laughs> All right, uh, Ezra, what is your minor compliment? Um, really briefly, uh, the the great pillow that Ender has uh, when he gets to command school. You like a, a memory foam? Like it was a, yeah, it was memory foam. It looks like the pillow that I have. I, it's a good pillow. I just I like that they. <laughs> Outfit him with the things they need to, to sleep well. Um, well, it's, it's, it's also really, full circle, right? It's sort of like a movie based on a novelization because memory foam was invented for NASA, allegedly. That's right. And then instead we use it mostly for drooling on, and then now we're taking it back into space later <sighs> back on. Back to space. It's, I'm very happy with this uh, development. The circle's so, complete. Everyone, get yourself a good pillow, whatever that might be. Just you know, make sure that you, you treat yourself right. It, does. it matters. <laughs> you, know, you spend a third of your life drooling into that, so make sure you get a good one. <laughs> Uh, absorbent yeah <laughs> all right so my minor compliment i'm gonna do two compliments because i have two things i really like first of all this is a quick one is i love that when the when uh the angry short kid falls and dies in the shower they give him brain surgery by robots but just in a glass room so that all yeah. the kids can walk by and if they want stop and watch a kid a dying kid get brain surgery unattended i'm into it I and Endo is just hanging out in front of it, like letting the, people the guy know. Who killed him. Yeah, like, don't cross me. See this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just watching. Yeah, that was me. That was so cool. Uh, but then here's my real compliment: is this fun thought that I had, which is that uh, Ender takes it pretty hard when he finds out he destroyed an entire planet of sentient creatures who are not trying to hurt him. But imagine how hard it would have been to break that news to him if he had lost. <laughs> oh god! Because he thought it was a video oh, yeah. game. Yeah. If the he was human just race like, is now fucked. Well, no, not even right. that. He was just like, because they, they were never going to attack us. But if it was just like, listen, thousands and thousands of men died on those transport ships you abandoned. You abandoned your whole right flank. Those were all real people. And then you quit, and our whole fleet was destroyed, and we got nothing out of it. And you there know, is no also, reset also, button. You, they weren't going to fight us, but now you made them angry enough, and they're going to attack <laughs> us and kill us all. Surprise, it And was we real. spent all of our resources on those ships and now have no other ships. And now maybe we kind of <laughs> wish we hadn't put the fate of the universe on a six-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should have told him this is real, just so he doesn't quit in the middle and start crying and walk away. And the yeah, right, or get distracted and start texting people because, like, <laughs> he is like you know a teen. So like, <laughs> and the worst news is that Billy Mitchell still has the high school in the game. <laughs> oh, no, I hate Billy Mitchell. Give it to Steve Weeby. <laughs> Fucking Billy Mitchell. <laughs> Nicely done. All right, Anthony, so just you. What's your minor comment? Uh, my minor comment. I the, the one thing I did really enjoy about the movie. I. 
it, it felt very generic, and it was like that like super clean space look that I, I don't. It's mm-hmm. very unrealistic yeah. and silly to me. But what do you mean? The visual design of the movie. I felt like you know, who, the the director went to like a set designer and was like, "Hey, uh, Tron Legacy, but less neon. Can you do that?" <laughs> and that person yeah. fucking nailed it because I I really did enjoy <laughs> the visual design, like the ship design, the suit design. Did you like the? Uh the the formics flying in their little tiny ant colored Millennium Falcons shooting like yeah that was awesome it was just straight up they Millennium, Falcons. Like Millennium Falcons they were little actually yeah, they great shot for... lightning which was weird yeah it was oh, weird how cool would it have been if, if like Harrison Ford was like hey Ender save one of those for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> I need that a long time ago. <laughs> All right, uh, that is it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening to us today. Thanks for joining us, uh, hanging out. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Next week, speaking of blockbusters, next week we're talking about Catching Fire, the book. First, we're going to read book two of the Hunger Games series in anticipation of the new blockbuster movie where, interestingly enough, kill- kids kill each other because that's apparently one of our expertise right now. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> babies killing babies. So uh, that's coming up next week. I started listening to it. It makes me very angry. Catching oh. Fire does. I kind of yeah. like the first one. Kind of hate this one. So, yeah. Because the first one... You're going to be like with with most of the... I think you're going to be with most of the fans on that one. Really? Um, yeah, I think the fans mostly... Uh, everyone who likes the first one, it, it's much more mixed in the second and third. Anyway, that's next week, you guys. So join us next week for Catching Fire, uh, the book, and then the week after for the movie. Uh, thanks for joining us today. If you have any feedback for us, if you want to tell us how you would fail to survive in battle school, go to facebook.com slash read it and weep. And we would love to hear from you. Thanks for being here, as always, at C. Walter Smith or at Ezra Fox. Hey, of course. Yeah, I said check out uh, sorry. Check out brianwrightbook.tumblr.com. Yes. Still going, huh? Yeah. Still going. Is he any closer to Kickstarter. writing a book? Yeah, Kickstarter is happening. Wait, so he's getting money to write a book he doesn't want to write? That's right. That seems unfair. People want to well, write books all the time. Why can't they have money? Uh, well, they, they don't market. Yeah. yeah. Huh. They just don't have an Ezra in their corner. Guess That's not. right. Everyone needs an Ezra. Yeah, you do. Uh, you did make uh, Alex clean bathroom for me. Mm-hmm. Dot Tumblr. Yeah. Did you clean the bathroom? Yep. It's nice. Good job. It's nice. Well done. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and thanks for being here at Anthony Lopez PT2. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, we, we appreciate talking to you. Do you have uh, something that... Uh, so this is about 10 days out. Do you have something on the web that you want to mention or, or just something your favorite thing on the internet right now uh it's follow me on twitter oh, yeah yeah have good. fun yeah. uh what sort of things do you do on twitter what are your twitters like uh <laughs> i uh, i review a lot of like movies and games and books i mean we just went off tweets about oh, it oh great yeah do you uh i do yeah. anything i see or play i uh, will make a little tweet about it so what, what have you played that's good recently uh recently i um it's got the new pokemon x yeah. I'm enjoying that a lot. <laughs> okay, good. It's catching them all. Catching them all. Yeah, catching most of them. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. a lazy man's a Pokemon. Good yeah, you I uh, catch some. Well, I, I play Pokemon in a weird way. I don't play the way most like my friends do. Like they they like name the Pokemon and they train oh, them. I just I play it straight up like dog fighting simulator. <laughs> like I don't I don't have my none of my Pokemon have any defensive moves. It's all offensive. <laughs> I get rid of that shit the second it comes up. I don't name them. 
at all. I don't want them die. to have yeah, names. You don't want to feel bad. I just fucking just mean little animals. I don't do any like the cute <laughs> games to make them like you more. Fuck that. They're just these are just beasts, and I'm going to battle. Andy, some news. Some news for you. It's not a game. It's not a game. <laughs> there are real Pokemon oh, no. killing each other somewhere. <laughs> that was real Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so check him out. Anthony Lopez, PT2 on Twitter. Thanks. Talk to everybody later. Goodbye. Pshh.